Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Opinion and Opportunity. I am your host, Don Gringo, and I want to thank you all very much for uh, joining me. I just want to say thank you again to everyone who's been supporting me on my multiple platforms. Um, I hope that when you come across my content that you will subscribe, follow, and more importantly, share the content. Um, if you're liking what I do, if you're liking what you hear, I would greatly appreciate it that uh, you go ahead and share it and get some more people involved in this community. With that being said, let's get it going. All right. So obviously, uh, we just had the presidential debate and uh, there's a lot to be said, good and bad about it, right? Um, and we're going to get into that tonight real quick. I want to get into it while it's fresh in my head and it's fresh in your mind. Um, and see, it's really, really dig down into this. So I'm going to be uh, polite tonight, which is not typical. I think this is a presidential debate. I do a lot of ragging on uh, politicians, but this is a presidential debate and I think it deserves to have some serious thought. So let's give it some serious thought tonight. So with that being said, I am going to sound the alarm because I may or may not say something that offends you and this is your chance to walk away. Let's get into it. Obviously, it's at night. Sorry if I look a little disheveled, but I think we need to get this out of the way. So, um, not going to go into the fact of the matter that people were—they were both party people—were calling each other liars. I'm not going to go into the fact that Donald Trump was interrupting. Um, that's Donald Trump every debate. I mean, he's being Trump. Let's face it. Um, but I want to keep this in mind. Um, everyone wants to rag on Donald Trump about his decorum as president. But he's the he's you no know, Biden was the only person who actually threw a verbal insult by calling Trump a clown. So you can't hold Biden on a pedestal. Right. And I'm not saying that Trump didn't give him a lot of reason to to say it. But no matter what Joe threw at him, he didn't resort to calling him a clown or anything such of that nature. So both politicians are absolutely atrocious. I thought tonight was a debate that was. Not a very good debate. And what I mean by that is this. Um, if we're looking to get the best out of these guys tonight, I don't think, you know, Trump maybe won a little, not not terribly a lot. I think, um, you know, his base ain't going nowhere. I think Biden right now, um, his core base is OK. They're not going anywhere. But I want to get into a little things tonight. And the reason why I say that is this um, Trump for good or bad will say where he stands on certain issues, right? Uh, he'll come out and say it and he don't care what people think um, unless it hurts him in the polls or unless it's hurting the stock market or, or something like that, okay? Um, with that being said, okay, we got a little bit more information on the Biden tonight and that's what makes tonight more significant on the Democratic side because Biden has been campa campaigning on you know, just Corona, 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 all Trump's fault, all Trump's fault, all Trump's fault. 
But tonight he had was had asked questions. Um, some of the answers he gave and some answers he refused. So let's get into it. So we started off the night with healthcare. I think healthcare was a big thing, and I think it's a big you no know, issue for a lot of American families. But I, I think there's good and bad on both sides here. So you know, obviously Trump did say he would repeal Obamacare and that he would have replace it with something better. We have yet to see that, and Biden's absolutely right on that. But Let's not forget that Obama self-admitted that Obamacare was a first step. It was a very horrible first step, but it was a first step, um, and it needed a lot of fixing. So this was something to get something there, and then we'll fix it later. And, you know, Biden tonight came out and said that a couple of things, that he wants to expand Obamacare. And, you know, I, I just don't know how I personally feel about that because, you know, the individual mandate and everything was just made healthcare so unaffordable, right? Um, I don't think there is anyone in Congress that would, you know, pre-existing conditions would try to revert that or put that back in place. So I think that's safe, whether or not Trump's in office. But I will say that he did take one step forward and say, Biden, no, when Trump asked him about socialized medicine and Biden said no. Biden said he's against it, which this is where I think this is more significant on the Democrat side because Biden actually had to answer the question, right? He had to answer questions and it's for everyone to see now who's you no know, maybe in the middle because as I said in previous shows that they're not vying for the Democrat vote for the most part and they're not vying for the Republican vote for the most part. They're vying for the moderates and the centrists. Now, Biden, on the other hand, he has a little bit more of a fractured system, right? Because he has the far left who's going to push. I mean, AOC has been out there. If Biden gets in, he's more pliable than Trump, you know, making comments like that. So he's in a little bit more of a fractured system. But I don't think tonight helped him when it comes to health care, because now he's totally backing away from uh, socialized medicine, a one system medicine. no medicine system. And I I think that's going to hurt him with the far left. I think, you know, the Bernie supporters, the AOC supporters, look, he's not keeping his promises. You know, Trump called him on that. And I think another thing that he kind of stepped on his toes tonight, his own toes and, you know, open mouth, insert foot was uh, right now I'm the Democratic Party. And that was the quote is right now I am the Democratic Party. Well, No, later he admits that he didn't do certain things and call people out, and we'll get into that, because he's not a politician currently. But you're the Democratic nominee, so how are you the party if you're not a politician currently, right? Um, I think you need to take that up with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Jeff Nadler and some of these other people who are the Democratic Party. Biden's not the Democratic Party. I don't care what you say. Just like Trump's not the Republican Party. And I think we we really need to take a step back because this just lets you know that he's not in the right frame of mind with that. You cannot come out and say you are this. And then when crap goes bad, oh, sorry, they didn't want to follow my rules. They didn't want to follow my orders. They didn't want to follow my lead, whatever you want to call it. I think that kind of shot him in the foot. You know, uh, the second thing that came up was Supreme Court. And again, this has been a problem for Biden. Um, Biden, you know, when he was campaigning, he was going to have a list of several African-American women that he would have on a list that he would show if Ruth, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg ever passed away. She did. Um, he has not proposed that list. He's not wanting to propose that list, which I think is bad because that would, you know, 
add more steam and, and a little bit more momentum and motivation for his base and for maybe the left. Uh, I think the problem here is I don't think he has a good list to present that would unify his party. And I think that's why he's not doing it. Um, and of course, he didn't want to answer tonight the question of whether or not the Democrats are looking to pack the courts. And that's a problem. I mean, he he needs to stand somewhere. And I think that's the one thing Trump has over him. It's not that Trump is great with decorum. He's not a statesman by any means. Um, but I don't care how much of a statesman you are. If you don't stand somewhere, if you don't have a path that you're trying to lead the American people, because this is the man who keeps claiming, I'm not going to be just a Democratic president. I'm going to be a Republican president. Well, there goes your far left, right? And then... But how can you be? You're not giving me information. You're not telling me where you stand on the issues. And the Supreme Court is one of them. And that's coming up here pretty fast. And it's going to be a hot button issue. And he decided that I'm not getting into that fight. So if you're now the Democratic Party and that's your statement tonight after the first debate, does that mean that the Democrats are going to move out of the way and let Amy Coney Barrett just get the nomination and become the next associate um, Supreme Court justice, right? Because now that puts him on the spot. And, you know, no one's calling him on that. And if you see that it just happened tonight, but if you're the moderator, I mean, there should have been some follow-up questions. And I'm not saying the moderator did a great job. I mean, he couldn't keep Trump under control. And I granted he's the president, but this whole thing was a crap show, right? On both sides, both sides. Um, the other thing Trump brought up, which... You know, it's, it's kind of true, too, is, you know, when Obama and Biden administration left, there was a lot of court vacancies. And I don't care what any of the Democrats say. If, if Obama and Biden left 129 vacancies, and I'm going to have to look into this, but if it's true, what a shame on Democrats. You can't call foul on this. You just can't. I'm sorry. Because one of the biggest uh, biggest powers that the Democrats have had was be able to sue Trump. So if you're going to sit there and claim that Trump's packing the courts, well, and you left 129 vacancies, which by the end of his first term he's going to have 300 plus. I mean, you pretty much gave him about half that. You can't call foul now. I'm sorry, that's that's out. You shot yourself in the foot, right? Um, another thing that came out of it too. Um, which I think was was substantial was the uh, law and order crime bill and riots. Right. My problem with uh, Biden is this: Trump is definitely a law and order, and I'm not saying he's not using the riots to his advantage, like Biden brought out. Of course he is, but he just can't go in and force issues too, because that also fractures and divides. I mean, you, you can't claim the guys. You know, doing one thing, not doing another. Then he's doing everything. Everything the guy does is wrong. And, and you know what? When he pointed out tonight, pretty much in the mainstream media, he's right. There's nothing this guy can do right. It ain't going to matter. If this guy stepped with his right foot forward, they would have said he should have done his left. I mean, he's not wrong there. They've been spying on him. I mean, this is facts. They've been spying on him and whatnot have you. Biden was part of that problem. I mean, there's there's no decorum because I don't think Biden's earned it. He's part of the administration that spied on him and did everything else. It was in there with Obama, knowing what the hell was going on. And Biden was part of the spearhead in that problem. So there's going to be no decorum. You can't ask that. And I think as a you know, a, you know a vet, Marine vet, you, I would be pretty heated too, standing on the same stage as someone who has trampled on my rights, like 
no, the Obama or Biden administration did. It's, you know, I'm not giving, you know, Trump a pass, but it's kind of understandable, right? And now this guy, you know, when it comes to law and order and it comes to the rioting, you know, Biden didn't step up and say that, that the riots have to stop and the looting has to stop until the beginning of this month, the beginning of September. And this has been going on for months, 150 days plus, I mean, if not more. So I don't, I mean, Biden has no leg to stand on here. The Democrats lost that because they thought that the rioting and looting were going to work in their favor. And they didn't because it's turning off the middle of the centrist who, you know what? They want law and order. They want to be able to be feel safe. I mean, every American should want to feel safe. Now, I'm not saying that, hey, listen, you know, with the police brutality and stuff that's going on, that isn't bad. And that, you no, know, in those instances, those people didn't feel safe. And obviously people have died. But in general, even Biden said tonight, for the majority of the of the situation here, you know, most of the police are good. Well, with that being said, though, it's funny because, you know, Biden came out and said that tonight he's not defunding the police. Now, he never used the word defunding prior. What he did use was reallocate money, which is a very you know, politician way of saying, I'm going to defund you because I'm going to take your assets and put them somewhere else. So I don't care what he wants to say. That's, you know, you're defunding the police. Now tonight, he's not defunding the police. Now they need more resources. Now they need, listen, I, I think tonight the problem he has is too many U-turns and too many answers. And I think that's what we need to see is where he's going to stand. And this whole stance on, um, um, I am the Democratic Party. I, I, I don't know if that was a good thing to do. I just really don't. And then everything he's doing is going against the left. And if he thinks pushing the left away to try to win the moderates, um, sorry. I just I just don't see it happening right now with, you know, you not taking stances. And then the stances you're taking, you're going against your own party. So you're not even loyal to your own people. It makes it very, very difficult, you know. So I want to get into the COVID. Now, the COVID response is something that is um, it's very difficult because I don't think there is any president that would have handled this you know, in the best possible way. And there's no way Biden was going to be the guy to do it. Trump brought out a good thing. It was swine flu. They only lost 14,000 people, but it was a much, it was a much less serious virus. Um, and it was handled poorly by, you know, and it was. But, but obviously Trump could have done a lot of things better. But I agree with Trump. You can't, you cannot turn around and close the economy again. You know, the on the economy, let's face it, Biden never had a stance on the economy. I don't care what anyone wants to say. He can say that he gave us this, this major economy. He didn't you know what he did when he you know, brought people back. You know, Obama, Biden bailed out banks. They bailed out the automotive industry. They bailed out, bailed out. So they didn't bring anything. They just gave money at the problem. OK, so that's that's not it's not the same giving money to a problem than saying that you create a manufacturing job. Sorry, Joe, not going to give that one to you because, you no. Know, um, there's a lot of car companies that still owe the American people back the money that you and Obama lent them. Sorry. Don't want to hear it. Right. Um, on the economy, Joe doesn't have anywhere to stand. Even Chris Wallace pointed out tonight that the economy is in a record recovery, that the, the it's not going to hurt the nation as much as it would have. 
you know, I just I hate to say it, but, you know, Trump was elected because he was a businessman. You know, when Joe was coming out of his taxes, you know, I just did the earlier podcast, you know, go watch it. Joe turned around and didn't pay over half a million dollars in taxes that would have went to Medicare and the Obama, um, the Obamacare, uh, because he decided to create an S corp and not and turn around and take thirteen point three million dollars worth of speaking fees and book royalties, put them through the S corp, so he wouldn't have to pay those taxes. So for Biden to come out and and do the tax thing, you know, yes, Biden, you're doing the same stuff. Maybe you don't have as much money as Trump, but you're doing the same stuff. And Trump was right. No, Obama's turnaround, Obama administration, Biden administration and Democrats turn around and put those IRS policies in place that allowed him to abuse the system. And and Trump's right for saying it. You know, they all do it. Right. All all those millionaires and billionaires, as Bernie Sanders like to say, they all they all do it. They're not paying their fair tax, your fair taxes. Well, you know what? They created it. The politicians created it. People are abusing it and they did it for their friends. So guess what? Trump used to be a Democrat. These guys did it for their friends, including Trump, and they didn't change it. And that's another thing, too, when it comes to the record. You know, Trump keeps pointing out tonight, you know, you had 47 years. Joe, you had 47 years, brother. Eight years as a VP. I just I just don't know what to tell you if you don't have this big, amazing record to stand on. Right. What did you do for 47 years? And, and Trump, whether he did right or wrong, there's a record there of right and wrong. So I, I just it's hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to argue. You know, Trump is a man of action versus Biden, who's just sitting there raking in the money, right, the donations and, and to keep staying in in politics. I'm sorry. It's it, there's a record there that that Biden doesn't have good or bad. There's just action that was taken. And another thing, too, that was brought up, and, and, and this is a good fact, you know, and I said this in an earlier podcast, a much earlier podcast, and I did it with uh, my friend Sarge, uh, who's also another vet, uh, Army vet. Yes, you got a Marine and the Army man in the same room. And it didn't go bad. Um, but with, with everything, you know, the Obama-Biden administration, when it came to the VA and VA healthcare, did cause all those deaths. And I can tell you today... And if you go to your podcast, my friend who, again, Army versus Marine, and, his, and he was special operations and everything, um, the, the VA care today is hands down better than what it was. You're, you're waiting weeks, not months for stuff. And even in the pandemic, we're, we're still, yes, it's a little slower than what it was, but it's not back to the level of waiting that it was in the Obama Biden administration. And that's just a fact. It's not, it's not that that's just a fact. And I can tell you that it's a, it's a fact I'm living and you know, you can't take that away from Trump. He, he, he did fix that for the better. Now, is it perfect? I don't think there's any system that's perfect. You can't tell me of a perfect system in the world, but 308,000 deaths in eight years under the Biden Obama uh, administration and VA healthcare, that's a problem. Yes, granted, we had 200,000 on mass scale of a virus, but we're talking vets only, 308,000. That's significant. And that's always been a problem. And any vet who's in the system will tell you that's a problem because no one wants to see as a vet another vet die. 
And you can't change that. So Trump's right where he's right and he's wrong where he's wrong. Now, let's go over the decorum here. Now, the decorum, Trump was not a statesman tonight. I was not impressed. I think it, it, it riled up his base. I think it did. But it, it didn't do, I think, a lot for the middle. I mean, I think he did come to the table with more facts where Joe was just talking points. He didn't come with facts and hard numbers other than COVID. And again, that's the only thing this man's been running on all year long is COVID, 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 COVID. Um, he hasn't been um, going out there and trying to get these big rallies. And I, I've said it now since I've had the podcast. I don't think Joe Biden's really running for president. I mean, his performance tonight was lackluster. He did not come out informed. He just came out with bullet points. The only number he had in his hand was COVID. That's it. And Trump had more numbers. I mean, it, this is this is the part where facts, I know you don't like Trump. I didn't like Trump's performance tonight. I think he was a bully. I think he just wouldn't let you know, Biden hang himself if he was going to hang himself. Um, I thought at some point, just, I said it before, I'll say it again, I think it's elder abuse. I think going after Biden the way he did, it's elder abuse. You know, I mean, Biden's obviously not up to the same par as of a Hillary Clinton. Let's face it. Hillary had better numbers going into this than, than Trump, uh, Biden does over Trump. So I think we have a problem here. So I hope Trump, Joe can give us a better performance in the next debate because it was very lackluster. You knew what you were going up against. You saw it the last time. And he was, for all the, all the time he took preparing, all the lids and everything else he did for the past week and, week and change, this, this, if this was the best that uh, the Biden team has to offer, there, there is a problem here because you, you've taken more time away than, your, than, than the incumbent as a challenger and this is your performance. You came out with bullet points. You came out with only one thing of facts. That's a problem. Okay. So let's get into, um, you know, the, the quorum and its totality. Like, for instance, going after the family. I think Hunter, unfortunately, in this situation, Hunter has a lot of baggage and he's fair game. I did appreciate that Trump didn't go after Bo Biden. There was no reason to go after Bo. I thought it was pretty shitty, though, of of um, Biden to bring Bo up because I, I I've never heard anyone uh, in politics on either side badmouth Bo Biden. No one typically badmouths the dead, right? And you won't hear other vets badmouthing the dead unless they did some really crazy shady stuff. That's just the way it is. There's got to be some respect, and I think Trump tonight did show it by saying I wasn't talking about him. I don't even know him. Um, but going after Hunter as hot as Trump did, maybe, maybe you went a little too hard, my friend. You're trying to beat a dead horse at some point. We all know the Hunter's shady and dirty as crap. We also know Daddy put him there, okay? And I think that is another issue where I think that Biden's going to hurt himself and he should have owned up a little. Facts of facts. I, nothing, nothing's been debunked, right? We both know Hunter was on the board getting all that money. Doesn't have any knowledge of energy or anything else, okay? We also know he took the, the money from the Chinese to, uh, to help 
by American auto parts companies. We also know that he was in Moscow. Now, the whole $3.5 million, whether it's debunked or not, I don't know. Supposedly, there's some records somewhere, and the New York Post had put that out there. Uh, you, you can hear it in an earlier podcast. So I think, I think you know, Joe, that if there was some truth, you probably should have owned up a little. You probably should have called it, you know, brought, you know, reined in the narrative so you can control it. Maybe you don't want to own it all, and rightfully so. It's not yours to own fully. You know, your your son is his own man to some degree, and you can't leave your son out to hang. I get it. But no one here believes that you didn't help your son, and maybe you did it in good faith as a father, and maybe, yes, you were uh, at a level to where you could help where most parents couldn't. That's kind of understandable if you would have presented it that way. But to come out and say that this is absolutely false, absolutely asinine, is wrong. Okay, he has a child out of wedlock because he was sleeping, you know, having an affair, you know, with some stripper, right? DNA proved it. We got that earlier, you know, like a year or so ago. So I, I just I don't know where Biden's coming out on this whole holier than now that Hunter had his one mistake. No, Hunter's made a lot of mistakes. You maybe should have owned up to it and so shouldn't Hunter to maybe control the narrative if you're trying to get Trump out of office. I don't think not standing on an issue. I don't think hiding from the issues like you've been. And I sure the hell don't think owning up to certain issues isn't helping you here. So that is my take. I think tonight Trump won by default only for the fact that Joe Biden refused to answer some questions. And then on certain answers, he went against his own party, the far, you know, in the far left and then calling out saying it's his party. It's not your party. You're not like you pointed out. You're not a politician. So that's my thoughts. That's my views. Um, By all means, uh, please know again. Send me comments. You know, you can reach me at info at dongringo.com. Um, you can go to my website, dongringo.com. It's not fully fleshed out, but it's there. It's up. There's material on there. Um, by all means, if you like the content of the video tonight, usually I put up a lot of graphs, but with this being so fresh, I mean, I'm doing this at 11.15 central time. I don't have anything to put up, so I hope you don't mind me just talking but pointing out the facts um, and also, again, if you're, this is on uh, YouTube, uh, subscribe. If it's on Facebook, please follow. If you're listening to me on my podcast, you know, please share. Please let people know that I exist. Please get it out there. A lot of you have been helping me, and I appreciate that. And I only want to go uh, move forward in a good way. And also, if you prefer me talking the way I am tonight instead of my usual self, um, let me know because I've always – want to get better so let me let me a comment no um it ain't gonna hurt either way um i appreciate all feedback so thank you so much i appreciate the support i hope to hear back from you and again thank you so much have a good night